Hey, Adam, guess what time it is? It's time to crack the customer code. Welcome to episode 66 of Crack the Customer Code, the podcast all about customers, how to get them, how to keep them, and how to make them happy. I'm Jeannie Walters, and I'm here with my co-host, my chief happiness cohort, Adam Toporek. Chief happiness cohort. (laughs) First of all, you know, my uh, organization, CTS Service Solutions, we actually do have a chief happiness officer. He is on our website. I know. He's adorable. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Dalton, my golden retriever, is our chief happiness officer. He does look like he's smiling all the time, which is pretty nice. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually him baring his teeth to bite (laughs) bite the treat out of your hand. Uh, well, you know, we can, we can spread the love. There can be a few chief, chief happiness officers, don't you think? Absolutely. Well, I'm a chief <laughs> happiness cohort. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> not sure how one person is a cohort. I like it, but uh, you know, I like to have many titles. So it's good. good. <laughs> well, lucky for us, we have a great guest today, uh, with Jill Salzman, who I'm really excited to introduce everybody to. But before that, I believe we have a sponsor message. Yep, our sponsor today is Be Your Customer's Hero, real-world tips and techniques for the service front lines. The book is a one-stop training guide for anyone who works with customers. Be Your Customer's Hero covers customer service from beginning to end, and you will learn some of my favorite tips and tricks for winning the mental game of service, for communicating in ways that set you up for success, and, of course, for working with difficult customers. Get a copy for yourself or for your whole team. Bolt discounts are available. For more information, go to BeYourCustomersHero.com. That is BeYourCustomersHero.com. If you'd like to reach our specialized audience of customer service and customer experience leaders by being a show sponsor, you can go to CrackTheCustomerCode.com slash sponsor for full details. So, Adam, I know I'm totally biased on this one, but we are really lucky to have one of my favorite people on the program today. Who's that? Like, I don't know. Salzman. (laughs) Yeah, Jill is a powerhouse, man. I love it. She was like so high energy. I know you claim to be her friend, but (laughs) I'm sure I'm buying that. I know. I, I, you know, you guys kind of bonded in this interview and ganged up on me a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I, I I had to like, make some inroads with Jill since I'm not a mom. <laughs> I'm still very left out being a non-mom. Well, that's right, because Jill, of course, started an amazing global phenom called The Founding Moms, which is focused on getting entrepreneurs connected and allowing meetups to happen in neighborhoods all over the world where moms could bring babies and learn about business and just kind of be awesome and share a lot of things together. And so I originally found her through that organization, and then we realized over the course of a few weeks that we had about a zillion of the same friends and we actually lived in the same town. <laughs> and so it's just seemed like destiny that we were supposed to meet and be friends and work together and all these great things. So I'm a big fan. If I could play a violin, I would do so right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool though. She's awesome. And she's doing really cool things with community and has a great take on customer experience and the whole membership idea. So I'll tell you what, why don't you tell us a little bit more about Jill, and then let's jump into the interview. Sounds good. Jill Salzman is currently growing her next entrepreneurial venture, The Founding Moms, the world's first and only collective of offline meetups and online resources for mom entrepreneurs. It's been named a top 10 website for women entrepreneurs by Forbes. 
Jill is a graduate of Brown University and law school. She started a music management firm and then launched a baby jewelry company before creating this venture. She's also the author of Found It, a field guide for mom entrepreneurs, one of the best Chicago marketing speakers, a co-host of the entertaining business podcast, Breaking Down Your Business, and host of Tip Top Tips for Entrepreneurs video series. She also has given her own TED Talk and was dubbed a mommy mogul by CNN Money and MSN Live, recently named her one of their 10 cool mom entrepreneurs we love. So in all of her spare time, (laughs) Jill enjoys baking and erasing her daughter's crayon artwork from the kitchen walls, and she sings in rock bands, just saying that too, so... <laughs> wow, that is quite the bio. All right, well, let's uh, listen into our conversation with Jill. Hey, Jill, how are you? So happy to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Episode 66. <laughs> it's like a lucky number thing. There you yeah. go. There's that. Yes. 666 is a bad number, so let's take that back. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we, only have two, <laughs> we only have two of the sixes. Yes. That's good. That's good. Good for me. So here's the story, Jill. I've really wanted to have you on the podcast for a long time, but I've had to convince Jeannie. (laughs) I understand. Jeannie and I don't know each other very well. And And we don't get along. Usually when I see her, yeah, we fight. So (laughs) thank you for convincing her to have me on. Well, you know, we have a lot in common if that's the case. Do we? Excellent. Glad you guys are doing a podcast together. That's great. We can bond on fighting with Jeannie. (laughs) Betrayal in episode 666. <laughs> Bad number. Anyway. Oh, I love uh, you guys. I love Jeannie to death. Oh, uh, as, thank you. As do we all. I love it so when anyways. we don't fight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Well, anyways, we're going to get back on track because I know, you know, Jeannie can just keep us off the rails all day long. So <laughs> Seriously. wasn't you and me, obviously. <laughs> all right. So, you know, one thing I like, Jill, is you've got a really impressive bio. And now you have added another title to your resume, and that is Community Leader Extraordinaire. Whoa. I didn't know about that one. But yeah. okay. Jeannie gives me like titles at the beginning of every episode. So now you have <laughs> That's that That's what one. I named you. I, You're welcome. <laughs> But on a serious note, tell us why it was important to add a membership community to your already thriving Founding Moms Network. It was so important for so long, and I'm going to just be very blunt and say we couldn't afford it a long time ago. (laughs) But we started out as little offline meetups face-to-face in person uh, in one city, and then it grew into 10 cities. And so we, we ended up five years in at over 40 cities in 10 countries, which is so awesome. Every time I say it, I'm like, it what? Is awesome. Uh, it's crazy. So there, clearly, there are a lot of mom entrepreneurs who need to connect with one another. And so we have these meetups that if if you get busy or your kid is sick or your business is just thriving and booming and you don't have time to come to our only once a month meetup, you have to wait two months to see everyone again. And so we have talked about for a very long time, well, wouldn't there be a neat, you know, it would be really neat basically if we could all connect in between the meetups and talk about our burning issues, talk about what the speaker spoke about at the meetup, uh, just a million different things that we could share online. And I kept nodding my head and going, sure, when we can afford it. (laughs) So finally we did a Kiva zip raise and we raised $5,000 and we're able to hire a small team to build out this 
what is now an amazing founding moms community where we have a forum and we have video courses and, and all kinds of things we've needed for so long. And, and I'm I, very excited. I love the welcome video, by the way, because it's just like Thank you. you get into the community <laughs> and right away there's this huge video, Jill, like really excited it's, in it. And it's really face fun. It's face. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, I, was, I wasn't invited. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? You're welcome to join. I was just lectured by someone yesterday. Jill, you cannot kick the men out. So, Adam, you can be our first male member if you'd there like you to go. come on in. I'm, I'm married. I've been, I've been getting kicked out. <laughs> thanks for all time. Ah, yes. Quite familiar. Excellent. Excellent. And, and he is my partner, too. So. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I'm curious, Jill, because I know we've talked about this, and I think it's so exciting what you've done. Um, Thank you. And I know you put a lot of thought into the process of kind of optimizing those various stages of membership. For example, yes. how do you approach the experience of a new member versus a member who maybe has been with you a while, who maybe went through all your video courses and now they're like, okay, you know, they're trying to figure out what's next for them. All those different stages of membership that people go through, how do you optimize that or what, what are your plans for optimizing that in the future? Right. I have so much thought around all of what you just said <laughs> and we don't implement a lot of it, mostly for budgetary reasons, mm -hmm. but... Uh, we, we end up, and by the way, a lot of the, we used to just be me. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately now I have a team, but when I say the word newsletter, that's just me, mm -hmm. but we like to send out newsletters, uh, to all members everywhere who are meeting up offline mm -hmm. and are now, of course, just now starting to entice them to come online into the paid subscription portal because it's a separate paid situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so we tailor different newsletters for different the different audiences. So everyone who's a member is going to um, join up, you know, through their meetups, but they're not going to be uh, poten potentially, hopefully they're all going to be paying to join our online portal, <laughs> but that's not how it's starting. We just, just launched. And of course, on day one, I thought everyone in the world is going to join. <laughs> a bunch of people joined, but not everyone did. Um, so we do it by newsletter. We do it by lots of social media action. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot I can't answer to your question because once folks are inside, and of course we have our first pile of members, but I don't really know what's going to happen because I'm treating it very much as this evolving mm -hmm. community. Well, who knows what's going to happen? I will put a vote in and say that your newsletter is one of the few that I actually have read almost every single oh, time. Oh, thank you. And That's you know that awesome. because sometimes I reply. I, <laughs> I, yes, I know that. And I want to know why, though. What is wrong with the other newsletters? Well, I, I think you do a very good job of saying, do this, read this, here's what I think, boom. And it's there, it's helpful, it's useful, it's a resource, and it's not about, you know, a, a long paragraph or two. Like a diet Yeah, exactly, course. about yeah. who you are. It's, it's okay. very much about serving your members, and I think that's very good. So That's awesome. Thank you, because that's what I'm hoping for, so I'm glad to hear that. Absolutely. No, uh -huh. it's definitely. So uh, I think... The newsletter idea of weaving that into your community is a really good one. And I think it's something that a lot of organizations probably don't take advantage of um, because a lot of newsletters out there, I mean, how many do we actually read? How many do we actually look at? Because they're, they're very self-serving. And so I think any right. organization can really learn from that because it, it, it's about serving the people who are actually getting your newsletter. It's not about like, hey, don't forget, we've got another white paper 
or hey, don't forget. Well, what's interesting is I think a lot of the, the Google results out there tell people if you're going to send a newsletter out, make sure your newsletter leads people back to your own website. Right, right. And so I have completely ignored that for a long time. And every single bit that I recommend in my newsletters usually sends folks to other people's websites, mm-hmm. even even if they have not asked me to send them there. <laughs> uh, I send people away from us a lot of the time because I believe that by you going elsewhere and getting benefit means that the next time you get my newsletter, you're going to read it and go, oh, maybe there's something else that's helpful here. So you are in in effect, you're not coming back to our site so frequently, but you are getting acquainted with very regularly and trusting our brand. Yeah. So that said, I think that's a bit of a negative now with this online portal where I do want you to come to our website. Right, I right. want you to stay there. Uh, so a couple of things are probably going to have to change, and I don't even know what they are yet. <laughs> well, and I think you're going to find that the membership will start serving each other and saying... I sh- hope so. Yeah. And then you can direct people back to those conversations, say, look at what so-and-so did in Sydney, Australia, after she threw the shrimp on the bobby. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> Wonderful. I was just going to say, do you guys know what I have to change? And and I should... So basically what you're saying is, Jeannie, I need to recommend throwing shrimp on a bobby. <laughs> yes. And people will come. The founding moms. I you're like welcome, that. everybody. Which in Australia, the founding mums. <laughs> the founding mums. <laughs> yes. Moms. That would be very nice. <laughs> Oh, I love I it. I would say this. I don't think it's as much about whether you send them elsewhere or to yourself as much as you provide value when you're doing it, wherever you send them. Mm-hmm. So okay, you, good. To, to that's me, great. that's that's the difference to me for what I personally click on or don't click on or get annoyed if I clicked on. Right. And it's a 74-page advertorial, which is, you know, that's fine once uh, every X number of emails if all the other emails were provided value. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when it's – I know Jeannie and I have discussed this. So I'm on some list where it's just, you know, every email is a sales pitch. Right. Right, which I hate and you hate and yeah. we all hate. We all hate it. But that's interesting because as the founder who creates and curates this newsletter – I send it out, and I am hopeful that what you're saying is true. You guys go off, you get some value somewhere, and every time you see the Fatty Moms, you go, ooh, that's valuable to me. I love mm-hmm. that brand. But there's a missing step where you're not then going to go, and Jill really wants me to come inside the Founding Moms community. Where can I go and pay? That doesn't, there's no link. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But I think yes. there is. Right. And and I know that I've received your newsletter for a long time, and Probably before I even knew you were a real person who I was going to bump into eight <laughs> times a week. Um, yes, yes, I love. It. <laughs> but uh, order coffee together. Exactly, right. exactly. But yeah. when I like, there are times you say things and they're like, "Hey, we're doing this with the founding moms, or we've got a meetup coming up in your neighborhood, or whatever." And that link is front and center, as it should be, along with the other helpful links that send people off. So I think you do a really good job of weaving those two things together. And I think that's what other people can learn from because we all, like, it's so funny what happens to people. And this is, I talk about this a lot with customer experience. It's like we get into our roles as business people and we cease being logical, emotional human beings. Totally and completely. And it's very difficult for us to see that because every single person, if you say, would you like to receive a newsletter every day, several times a day with promotions from my company? They would say, absolutely not. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and so right. we make promises about, we're going to send you this newsletter with all this content and wonderful features and resources. And then we totally 
swipe the <laughs> the agreement from them and basically just send them a bunch of sales and promos and think that's going to work. And we convince ourselves yes. with this by saying things like, well, 1% of the people clicked through. So that's a good number. <laughs> and, oh, and I'm going to say a lot of business owners also look at other businesses and they, they think, yes. oh, well, I, I think they're making a lot of money and this is what they're doing. So I should copy them. Right. And there are a lot of bad copycats of bad material. Oh. Yeah, I think it's a balancing act, really, because I mean, I definitely don't think you should be you should not be afraid of why you exist and selling. It's just a question of mm -hmm. how you do it and how you the context you provide. Now, what's really fun, Jill, and I recommend you do this on your letter is write something really controversial and link to Jeannie. That's what I like to <laughs> Ooh, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's really great. fun. That's great. <laughs> Oh. said it. I'll have a whole section in my newsletter now <laughs> called Jeannie said it. I'll have to reply, yep. stop doing this every week. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, hey, that's great customer interaction. Thanks. Well, speaking of emails that never got sent, I'm referring to my invitation to join Founding Moms. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry you must have missed it. That's the day Jeannie got into your inbox and deleted all the important <laughs> yes, emails. It's exactly. all my fault, everything. Yes, it is. Everything. That, that, that does lead me to an actually a real question, a substantive <laughs> question, which is why build a community uh, solely focused on mom entrepreneurs? You know, what, why is that group different? What, what's the differentiation point? Got it. And I love that the question actually assumes that I meant to do this intentionally. <laughs> uh, I did not mean to do this intentionally, but when I had my first meetup, uh, and I was desperate to figure out how other women were building businesses and, and raising kids. Uh, and that just, you know, I kept following the members. And a member said to me, can we open another chapter up in, in this city and in this city? And I would go, okay, sure. Is that what you need? Sure. So I continue to do that, even with the Founding Moms community. So because there seemed to be a, a gr quickly, rapidly growing number of mom entrepreneurs who want each other's help along with mine, uh, I, I keep on chasing whatever they need so it's a very bizarre way to answer your question but um why create it i i i don't know that's what they needed <laughs> that's what they wanted and every single time we now have members well as far as i'm concerned in chicago who show up to our exchanges and they'll show up and say well i have a furry four-legged daughter Mm -hmm. And I'll say, okay. And they'll say, no, no, I, I don't have any kids. I have pets. We've started to have um, adults with no kids show up to the founding moms because they all want the business advice. So we, we focus mostly on mom entrepreneurs because that seems to be what's working and bringing people together and they can share the crazy. Mm -hmm. but, but we're, you know, it's starting to leak out to others. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Especially you, Adam. <laughs> yes. yes. Exactly. Particularly you. Who He's not going to be lurking in the corner of every meeting that we have. Uh, I actually attended a meetup a while ago. And remember, we had guys in suits who were, like, from the village checking it out. So they were, like, in the yes. corner. <laughs> yes. They just sort of hid behind yeah. the invisible wall. And you kept inviting them in. And they were like, no, no, we're good. We're good. But <laughs> I know. I know we're not scary, but, uh, but you know what? And it's, it's funny. Cause a lot of women will say to me, well, you know, why are you excluding us if I don't have any kids? And it's one of those things where if ever Adam, you have been pregnant, uh, a lot of people who are pregnant have to say to people who've never been pregnant, well, you know, I can explain to you all of the feelings and all of the symptoms and all of the things that happen, but it's really hard to explain unless you've gone through it. So it's really, really 
uh, something very special to have to try to explain to other people who are not mom entrepreneurs what it's like being one. Mm -hmm. And so when you walk into a room where a group of them are having coffee, you can look at each other and you're already well past intros with one glance. You're well past, hi, I'm a mom. Hi, I'm an entrepreneur. (laughs) And it's, there's a lot of commonality right away. Well, and I've, I've seen the longest answer to a question ever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Trust me, if you would listen to our back catalog, you will know that. That's true. That's true. Um, well, and I think one of the, th- the great things about meetups is that you will see people bring in baby carriers and you'll see people kind of make do with whatever situation they're in with yes. childcare in that moment. And everybody knows what a struggle that can be when you're a mom and an entrepreneur. Uh, so sure. I think that's great. But I have a question about your experience as a customer. So what yeah. are your pet peeves or what are your best moments that you can recall being a customer? Of a retail store, an online website? Anything. What, what, like, what are, you, what are your pet peeves about being a customer? Oh, yeah. uh, pet, <laughs> pet peeves are when, I don't know, for example, I'm lying, I do know. Uh, when, say, my bank shuts down my debit card today, and doesn't notify me in any way, shape, or form. They just decide to close it because apparently MasterCard needed to shut down a lot of cards. That's fun. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, you have to call your bank. My bank is a very tiny, local, lovely, supportive bank in mm-hmm. many ways, but in a lot of ways, they're terrible. Um, <laughs> and for some reason, I think the bigger entities are really bad at customer service, customer experience. Um so, so it's it's very painful to pick up the phone and have to call and sit and wait for a banker to come online. Similarly to how much I wanted to hate Comcast mm-hmm. every time the internet has died, but their Twitter handles are so amazing. With Comcast underscore Bill, have yeah. you talked to him? I haven't talked so to helpful. Bill, but Comcast oh. was one of the leaders of uh, social customer service for sure. They are incredible. And so anytime I run into a company... Uh, Mad Mimi is my newsletter provider and I rave and rave and rave Mm -hmm. about them because I've timed it. And every time I send them a support email, a a question, I think it's, it's now under three seconds that they respond. Wow. And usually if it's more complex than Jill, you dummy, the button's over here. (laughs) If it's more complex than that, they'll, they'll, uh, it's not filming, but they'll record a video of them moving their mouse around and showing me exactly what to do. And they'll send me a link to a little screencast. I mean, their customer service is so incredible that just from that alone, I love working with Mad Mimi. So that sort of stuff, just paying uh, attention to me. Mm -hmm. It's so self-centered, but that's what I like most. That's awesome. I think that's what we all like most. I think you're not, you're not not unique as a customer. (laughs) Right, right. Starbucks just, launched some way to order your coffee before you get there yes. through an app? Yes. It's fantastic. What? Is yes. It? Have you used it? I have because <gasps> I might be a card-carrying member of the gold Starbucks group. <laughs> oh, you sad, sorry person who I want to be. Uh, <laughs> thanks to many airports. That's what it's about. Ah, yes. I, I hate that I love it so much. But, yeah, the better they are at getting to me and mm-hmm. making it easy for me to pay. Hello, Wink, yeah. wink. Easy for me to pay. And the, actually, another example I always love to use when I'm talking to folks about designing their websites mm-hmm. is the last thing they'll think about is how to make it easy for me to pay. 
And so right. I'll say, hey, guys, think about Amazon and that whole one-click experience yeah. <laughs> and why you're spending so much at Amazon. Yeah, I totally agree. And I also have been counseling some small businesses who I work with just locally through being a customer when they say to me things like, well, you could pay online, but then I have to charge you for the transactional feed. Oh, I'm like, my no, gosh. here's a better way to say that. There's a discount if you pay with a check. <laughs> I, Ooh, I love that. Because they don't get that they're basically penalizing the customer and making it more difficult to to pay. Right. So yeah, that's right. my advice for that situation. Well, Jill, this has been awesome and you have so much to say about so many good things. You guys are and awesome. I'm so excited to see where this community goes and how you serve you. your Me community too. members. Me too. So That's awesome. I mean, and, and I want to be a vicarious a mom. So I, I want to vicariously through the mom. You to moms. get pregnant at any time and join <laughs> us. Adam. Pregnant with ideas. Uh, pregnant oh. with ideas. Snap. <gasps> That's great for marketing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so helpful in so many ways. <laughs> we do what we can. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, this awesome. seems like a silly hey, question. Yeah, thanks so much. But where can people find you on the internet? That's not a silly question. Uh, I would love for every single person who hears this to go to foundingmoms.com. And if you want to get straight to the online portal where all the action happens, foundingmoms.com slash FMC, which stands for Founding Moms Community. Awesome. Woo! (laughs) And I'm at Founding Mom on all the socials. So go find me. Wherever. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jill. This has been awesome. Thank you guys High for having me. Loving it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jill. See you at Starbucks. All right. Well, that was our conversation with Jill Saltzman. We hope you enjoyed episode 66 of Crack the Customer Code. You can see the show notes for this and all of our episodes at crackthecustomercode.com. And don't forget, Jeannie needs your feedback. Please subscribe and leave us some feedback. (laughs) I'm Jeannie Walters. Sign up for customer experience webinars at cxwebinar.com and learn more about how to understand all your customer touch points at 360connects.com. And I'm Adam Tapore. You can connect with me and find out more about our customer service workshops and training at customersatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.